Hello all, and welcome to Malt and Magic, a homebrew D&D adventure from four UK-based gamers and friends. Follow along in our adventure as Ander, Kirik, Dargon and their sidekick Bothrid battle through monsters and magic as they try to unlock the mysteries of the Forgotten Kingdom of Nihilin, all the while pursued and haunted by the strange and foreboding Dark Eladrin. If you enjoy this homebrew 5th edition adventure, please be sure to leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice. Now let's join our heroes as the adventure continues. Good evening everyone and welcome to episode 27 of Mot Magic, the Forgotten Kingdom of Nihilin. Um, I won't lie, I'm a little bit flustered. It's been a rush to get here on time, but we are here on time. We are here to entertain you, as they say. Um, before we get into it, I'll do my usual thank yous, my usual shout outs. So, Hero Forge, uh, Incarnate, d Beyond, Tabletop Audio. Um, they're probably the main ones which we'll be using tonight. If I do happen to have to call out any of the others or use any of the other tools, then I'll call them out during the show. But uh, a massive thanks to those organisations, those groups, for, for all the tools that they provided to help make our game and stream super, super awesome. Um, also, another shout out to Tales of Tilnar. Be sure to check that out on YouTube. Um, another campaign run by our own Kirik Samal. Um, and then finally, our affiliation with BattleBards. So please do go and give BattleBards uh, a quick checkout. Um, be sure to use our code Model Magic if you do want a quick discount on some of the sound effects and musical ambiances you can get on there. There are there's, there's a lot of cool stuff on there, a lot of cool stuff. Um, so yeah, use that discount code. Um, my usual warnings apply for tonight. There will be a lot of adult humour and probably a lot of adult language, um, as that's just who we are. But with that, let's get into it. Let's see how tonight is going to go with the Malt Masters. Here we go. Good evening. Oh. I always feel like when Matt says the Battle Bards really good sound effects, you should just like bombard him with loads of sound effects just to try and put him up. <laughs> just fireball after fireball and, and, and yeah. toll the dead and just like, ah. Yeah, before yeah. I even started. <laughs> and I'm really tender when you go, there'll be adult language just to go, Wanker! I was about to yeah, say, yeah, it's the fact that I actually do mute you guys <laughs> and me. Oh, good that. stuff. So, running down the line, uh, I think most viewers probably know this by now, but anybody who's new to the stream, I am Matt, I am the DM, and I also play the sidekick character of Bothrid. I am Danny, I play Ander Hornraven, who wings it and hopes for the best on a weekly basis. I'm Smell, and I play Kirik, Grave Tusk, the one that needs to keep healing, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dave, I play um, Dargon the Goliath, who likes to smack things with a hammer. Uh, and my sidekick, Pebble, is just down here. <laughs> yeah, Dave's cat. Yeah. Might as well be part of the 
Oh, yeah, might, 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 might as well be. Might as well be. Yeah, there you go. I might have to create <laughs> Pebble a character sheet. Yeah, that would be cool. Familiar. A familiar. <laughs> well, there you go. Just a grumpy cat. When you get to the stage of having a warlock familiar, it's just Pebble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's probably going to happen. Good stuff. So, last week we had the aftermath of the release of the dragon-type creature, um, and then the rather rushed retreat back to the Maltmaster's Keep, um, discovering along the way Vraco's rucksack, backpack, pack, whatever you want to call it. Um, and during the night, during Anders' watch, a, a figure approached who revealed himself to be Ethereal, um, who have met once before, returning a spellbook to him. Um, explained a little bit around history with said dragon, learned the name of the dragon, um, and then he expedited your travel back to the, the Maltmaster's Keep using a little teleportation circle, um, which landed you back in the, the Arcane Burrow, um, and you made your way back to the Keep, the castle, with a rather irate Dargon. Um, a little bit uh, a little bit PO'd last week. Um, so we start tonight's session having had a long rest. Um, well, we will start at that long rest, I suppose. Um, you're all back in your quarters in the Maltmaster's Keep. Um, Ander, Bothrid and Kirik, you all have very, very peaceful nights. You are all absolutely shattered after not only the physical but emotional uh, events and impact that the last few days, weeks have had on you. Um, and the three of you are just out. Dargon, however, and I believe we said this last week, your dreams are littered with growls, with blood, with the feel of the hunt and the feel of that kill um, and the pride, the joy um, and the feeling of success that comes with a successful kill. All of those emotions and those images flash through your, through your brain the whole night. So you do get a long rest and recover your hit points, but you do suffer a point of exhaustion. As it's yep. not a proper long rest. And morning comes. Bothrid is the first to rise. Bothrid goes down and begins to do his usual trick, um, as is now custom, of preparing breakfast, preparing a meal for you all, uh, and eventually you'll hear pans clattering around and the sounds of chopping. Um, Bothrid actually starts whistling to himself, um, which is rather difficult with tusks, but somehow he manages it. Give us a rendition. It's a bit like... <laughs> never, never say your DM does not deliver. <laughs> cool. So who's coming down first? What are we doing? I'm most certainly not the one getting up next. I think we can uh, safely say Dargon is not not in a good mood this morning either. So, Kirik, you're up first? Uh, I'd probably get up second, yeah. Okay. Um, 
As I go downstairs, I just tell Bothred, good morning, Bothred. Morning. I hope you had a peaceful sleep, restful. Mm. Sleep like baby. Good. That's good. Um, I'm going to go... <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for a walk and I'll be back just in time for breakfast for everyone. Okay, be safe. Watch out for dragons. I will be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, indeed. I'll be coming down the stairs as Kirk just leaves the room and I'll... Where, where's he going? He better not be going to Mephisto's about us. No. Going for a walk, don't know. Maybe he should have asked. Probably somewhere religious. We'll leave him to it. He likes his rituals, that boy. What's in the pot, my good man? I'm starving. Mm. He threw in some, some beef and some vegetables. Uh, morning stew. For breakfast? Oh, yes. I think we call that bubble and squeak where I'm from, but okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> I guess cannot be choosers. Always grateful for your sh chefing. Bubble and chefing. squeak. It has frogs and mice. <laughs> Where I'm from, it could have been anything. <laughs> Bossman so at this point is just totally baffled. And just I'm not going to explain. I'll just leave him, leave him dumbfounded. <laughs> um, okay. Um, there's bread on cheese oh, if just, you want that. Also, just to warn you, Dargon was in a foul mood yesterday. You were, well, asleep. You probably didn't notice the whole thing, but... Uh, I'd probably be a bit gentle with him this morning. He'd probably got up on the wrong side of bed. So give him an extra big portion this morning. That might cheer him up. Maybe some ale. He does actually have a borderline drinking problem, so that actually might chill him out, yeah. <laughs> Bothred goes, yeah, and yeah. rather than finding a, a goblet, just fills a jug full of <laughs> ale and places it on the middle of the table. Good call. Good call. Okay. And I'll just take a seat. Cool. And chill out. So you take a seat, and Bothred does eventually sort of stirs and starts to dish a few bits out, leaving the the pot on the stove to keep to keep warm. Um, and yeah, and sort of just puts the food in the middle of the table, puts a load of bread, loads of cheeses, some dried meats, um, some cured meats, and then there is obviously the ale. There's water. Um, Bothered himself has not yet learned how to make coffee or tea, so doesn't <laughs> even bother. I'll go and put Kira, a pot of coffee you... on, actually. Cool. So, Andy, you go Although put a, a good, pot of good coffee sleep. on. I'm prepping it for Dagon just in case. Sounds good. I can hear him tossing Kira. and turning a big lump. Where did you wander off to? Um, I leave and I start to make my way towards um the temple but uh, just before i arrive i kind of look over towards the um the place where ander and dargon were training a couple of well last week really and is there are there any people there sparring already there are a few soldiers sort of out. Looks like they're doing some morning stretches and just some morning warm-up routines, loosening up for the day. 
Um, there's no one any doing any sort of heavy sparring at this point. It is still quite. It's it's sort of the the first first light of day almost. It's it's early in the well not early in the morning but it's uh, it it is the morning. Not many people doing too much. You can hear the beginnings of shouts from the towns as the market stores begin to open. But other than that, there's not a lot of activity. Um, cool. I'll uh, make my way towards the kind of sparring camp, and I'll find just a bench outside of the kind of square, and sit, and um, just kind of take it in, really. And I'll be just observing, um, observing the people in there sparring. Okay. And as you sit and watch, there are sort of a couple of individuals, looks like they're good friends, um, sort of have a chat as they stretch out, and then you see them begin to don some sort of rough training armour. Um, certainly not the, the armour you're used to seeing them in, which very much looks more ceremonial. Um, but this, they just sort of put on roughly and, and grab some some battered swords they're not sharp by any means but then they just begin to go to town on each other um, and sort of strike after strike and there's sort of the laughter that comes with it but then also the ah oh, I got me there my friend and, and those sort of general communications that go on and sort of shouts um, uh, probably lasts for a good 20 minutes half an hour before both men just slump to the floor absolutely knackered sort of panting heavily they've just been swinging at each other um and then they both just look at each other and burst out laughing just sort of as you do um anything else you wish to do nice. here? yeah no after kind of observing just the general kind of movements and just the way that they go about fighting i will get up and just make my way back to the house. Okay. So about 20 minutes, half an hour has passed. Still no sign of Dargon by the sounds of it. Nope. Um, you come back in and you find Ander and Bothrid just sort of chatting shit as they usually do. Um, Ander trying to explain to Bothrid some simple things, simple concepts just of general day-to-day -day life. And Bothrid just sat there with a totally glazed over look on his face, just spoon half in his mouth off. No sign of Dargon then this morning. And oh. that's what swinging oh. is. Oh, hello, hello, Sonardo. No, he's not. He's, he's not my I am so confused. <laughs> Is he be teaching you thieves can't again? Yes. Um, he's been teaching me strange things. Hobgoblin's much more simple. Yeah. And no the swinging. woman, horn woman, we take woman, we like woman. Yeah. <laughs> I always find the simpler the folk, the bigger the pervert, but I think you might be the exception to the rule, Mothras. <laughs> that explains a lot about our resident rogue bard then. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am white trash underneath let's not mess about <laughs> oh wow good stuff so you the okay, three of you then join just us sort of... oh no Kirik even okay I use your real name who's, who's that 
Um, oh. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll join. I'll have some, uh, some of the food. And I guess we'll just wait for our companion and uh, figure out what we're going to do next. Where to? I mean, I'm definitely not going to go and wake him. Mm. Do, do you want me to go wake him? And Bothrick yeah, stands no, and grabs a broom. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> I think he needs to sleep in as much as possible. Okay. I assume, yeah. Ando, you want to pay a visit to Mephisto. Um, yeah, but I, I think assume. it's probably best we discuss with the Mont Masters first. I think Mephisto's might be yeah. a, an out of town, on our way out of town stop off rather than a, my main my main aim for today. I want to. See what the mole masters handed the distiller have to say about the news we dropped on them last night. Well, we dropped on the distiller, so we have the rest to fill in. Hopefully, they'll be able to give us some advice. And if we're lucky, they'll offer to uh, look after the dragon on our behalf, and we can go on our merry way. And as you're saying this, there is then a, a quite sharp rap on the door. Knock. The outside rap, door. On the oh, yeah, okay. on the door. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll make, make my way there and open it. As you open the door, you see Ethereal standing before you. Robes, staff. Good morning. Good morning, friend. Care to join us for breakfast? Indeed. I thought you might be eager to see your bosses, employers. What are they to you? It's a very Acquaintances, I think. Acquaintances. I don't remember mm. being paid at any point, so I'm going to say employers. <laughs> mm. Willing executioners, probably. Um, <laughs> now we're, we're waiting for the big man to wake up, um, so feel free to go and wake him if you dare. Hmm. Need some help, do you? And with that, he flips his staff upside down and just. <laughs> On the ceiling. That's uh, not a good idea. <laughs> Dargon does wake up with that. I'm assuming in a great mood. In a wonderful mood. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned breakfast. Yes, we have yes. a wonderful meal. Cooked by our friend Bothrid. Please, Material examines the hobgoblin slightly. Hmm. No, you don't need to judge. He's great. He is, his his chefing ability is exquisite food. Exquisite. And as you say that, you see a little twinkle in Bothrid's eye. As he appreciates the compliment and a big toothy grin as he just. Pulls a ball out and slides it across to Ethereal, who just places one big lion type hand and stops it. Takes a spoon. Mmm. A fine meal. Bothrid, was it? Sorry, we don't have any catnip in. <laughs> Which is these can for. Uh... Rocks Fuckers. fall, everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> Ethereal just sort of 
flashes you a glance, but then you do see a little wry smile sort of at the corner of his mouth. Um, and then as you sit there, he just clicks his fingers and your chair just shoots out from underneath you and yeah. pops onto the floor. <laughs> I was going to do it in real life, but I, I would have the same. <laughs> Method acting. <laughs> Love it. <clears throat> I would say uh, at this with all point, that noise, Dargon, you are most definitely awake now. I I am awake. I am slowly trying to get uh, get myself uh, up and ready, and um, <clears throat> yeah, I would I would say with with even though we're inside the keep, uh, with everything that's just gone on, yeah, he puts all his armor on, gets all his stuff ready. Before leaving the room, that was a good ten minutes while you guys are talking. That he's uh, <clears throat> putting all my uh, all my armor on. Uh, slowly make my way downstairs. Mm, better late than never, boy. One extra to breakfast, is it? Shift over. Yeah, I can indeed. see some ale. There is still this jug of ale in the middle of the table, which Bothridge just sort of giddily slides over to you. Catch it. And uh, <clears throat> just pull some stew over and <clears throat> sit there a little quiet. Just eating ale, seeing what everyone else is talking about. Not a morning person, are we? Oh, he's, he's pushing it. It's not all that. <clears throat> mm, we have quite well. a daunting, I suppose, conversation ahead, and I assume Dargon is, is deeply thought about what we need to tell the Is Dargon showing? Is Dargon showing that he hasn't slept well? Does it show on his face? There are subtle bags under his eyes. Does he look there a bit There is a grey? weariness to his body. It does look a bit grey, yeah. <laughs> if you, yeah, if you, if you have ever sort of, you know, you know the sort of the the day after having a lot to drink and you just wanna, you just have the munchies the entire day. I think that's kind of what what Dargon's feeling at the moment. Like, yeah, like food's sort of... going to fix it, but, you know, we all know it doesn't. Yeah. And some of the blood vessels in his eyes have burst as well, to the point where there's sort of bloodshot eyes. And... Did a lot of throwing up, did he? <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens to me. <clears throat> you, uh, you're heading up to the keep in a bit. I believe that yeah, was the plan, yes. I uh, I don't want to hold you guys up. I think you best go without me. I'm going to make one small trip before I meet you. You guys know what you're going to talk about. Ask where where you're going. <clears throat> no. Okay. Oh. I think, yeah, I mean, with with how frosty the distiller can be, and with how blunt Dargon is, it's, it's probably best if we uh, if we let you come round a little bit. 
Yeah, it's a good idea. He he says while he's absentmindedly just sort of rubbing his forearm. And uh yeah, just takes another swig of ale. Then another swig of coffee <clears throat> and then just carries on eating. <clears throat> Might I suggest we uh get the show on the road then? <clears throat> yes. Lead the way. Mm, well, probably best that you do that. You have the pins, after all. Okay. And as I as I get up, I will sneakily say to Bothred if he wouldn't mind tail dating tailgate and Dargon to make sure he's alright. Okay. Um, uh, Dargon, make me a perception check with disadvantage, please. Of course. Allow tweed. me to just... Um, I just need to... I, for, I forgot something in my uh, bedroom. I need to head up um, and go up. And um, having noticed... Um, Dargon kind of um, rubbing his forearm and having kind of bells just ringing from stuff that happened before I just go up and I'll just uh, cast a very quick detect magic and then just make my way down um, I will grab um, a, I'll grab my bag and, that I left up and then make my way down and just take a look at take a look at the uh, doggone see if I uh, notice anything 14 by the way um, 14 on the perception check yeah oh. would have been 21 you get hints of a whisper <laughs> but it's up to you whether you ignore it or take heed of it um there is a lot of green in the room that meets your detect magic eyes, as there are a lot of enchanted, item, uh, enchanted items. Um, what steals your gaze for more than a second is Ethereal himself, who literally is like a rainbow of colours. Um, nice. And then as you focus on Dargon, you only get the green um, as he's fully encased in armor. He's got a shield, he's got his weapons on him. It's very difficult to see past that into any of the other or anything else that may be affecting him at this point. Well played, Matt. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's not giving the cool. game away until um, episode 30. Um, in that case, I'll just uh, start making my way towards the keep. And okay. I'll drop it as soon as we leave. Excellent. So the three of you, i.e. Kirik, Ander, and Ethereal, make your way to the keep. Um, and as you come to the keep entrance, Annabelle is already there waiting and in her silent manner just bows her head, opens the doors 
and lead you up the familiar path now up the stairs and then to the left and into the war room where you see the four malt masters sat um nobody else in the room at this point just the four malt masters um the cooper then boys boys do take seats and on on our way there i would um cast both tongues and enhance ability on myself um okay. so tongues which is third level and i will cast second level enhance ability and give myself which one is it the owl's wisdom so i'll have advantage on wisdom checks for the next hour is tongues concentration it is not cool so for the next hour all languages and advantage on wisdom checks hopefully cool we could cool. use that more often when we're in, when we're in the tavern <laughs> you understand <Yeah>. it more <laughs> I surprise you. Yeah. You both go in, and then ethereal, and then ethereal steps over the thresholds. Um, the stillman stands up. What is he doing here? Ooh. Do you two not get on? Stir in the pot a little bit. <laughs> An ethereal sort of growls slightly. I have questions as much as these boys do. Sit down, Stillman. At this point, the distiller and the cooper turn <laughs> to the Stillman. Distiller, perhaps we should hear him out. Much has happened. We are all angry. We all have questions. Let us sit. And is at this point, as Ethereal enters the room, if we are to discuss in any manner of equality, then I suggest a few measures put in place. And he places a small triangular gemstone in the centre of the table, slides it into the middle, and then speaks a word, and you just see this glow comes out. Um, as he casts Zone of Truth using an item, Noise. Oh, balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's a... Uh, what is it? The saving throw on it? Zone of truth. Is it safe for that? Is it safe for that? There is for some of them, but I don't know which one it is. Um, it is a charisma saving throw. Watch me absolutely nail this and lie from me too for the rest of the day. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> characters as well. Da, 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 da. There were seven dragons. We killed um, six and one got away. You should be paying us for this stuff. <laughs> and then he also sits down. Um, I think... I think Kirik's rolled a lot. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's a 21. No. <laughs> I rolled a 9. 
Oh. And, and as he sits down, he... So, the 21 does save, a 9 does not. Um, he also sits down, and as he sits down, you see him touch the orb on his staff, and there is a sort of concentrated magical effect around him. So, as I'm instantly burdened with the truth, I want to say out loud... I want to strike your mane, and I think the distiller fancies me. <laughs> it, it's not truth serum. You don't just blurt out shit. It's just you, you can't I like lie. This. But I do you love says, that. <laughs> Perhaps some restraint, boy. <laughs> love it. Just because you can't lie doesn't mean you have to tell all truths. Oh. <laughs> oh. he, he's not used to this he'll, he'll, no, yes. no. I'm used to spinning quite the yarn as, as you can probably tell um, Matt he knows whether we succeed or fail right well uh, saves me a spell slot because <laughs> I had that prepared as well <laughs> nice it's gonna go, go in and immediately blow it. Oh, as well. So, 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 if if we all have to tell the truth, I could ask some very interesting questions. The first one is going to be, "Do you fancy me?" Jesus Christ! Bear with. Next. Bear in mind, there's a lot of other people in the room. <laughs> um, Matt, the um, Stillman is the Dragonborn, right? Yes. Interesting. The lions and dragons don't get on. That would be my next question. A history check. Mm. <laughs> I'm just sorting out the rest of the people in the room. You're, you're currently, currently a quadruple schizophrenic with all the people who can lie and can't <laughs> lie. <laughs> See, I don't know if there's any um, racial beefs in D&D, to be honest, other than the dwarfs' mistrusting of elves. That's plenty. Or the world. Yeah. So, and I got a nine. Kirik got a twenty-one. And I'll put Dargon ready for when he inevitably enters, I assume. And on that note, as you all sit down, the distiller does turn. Where is Dargon? He was very angry last night. He's, he's been a grumpus back at home, having some breakfast. We thought we'd let him uh, come round a little bit. He seems, well, he looks exhausted, to be honest, so... We thought it would be best if he took a breather, really. Clear his head. Probably for the best. Um, my fellow Modmasters, Master Ethereal, it seems the disturbance in the ruins was not as we first thought. Vraco has not returned. And something has been 
released. It seems Master Ethereal has knowledge of this creature. But somehow, a white dragon is now in the lands of Nylon, running wild. Um, By the Master way, Ethereal, Matt, 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 Matt poured that whatever it was in character because they would have done that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She's been pouring <laughs> whiskey. Yeah, that went pretty well. <laughs> Full of grace. Paying Carry attention on. to everything around it. In fact, you notice that <laughs> as she does it, she's not lifted her hands at all. It's just all magical. <laughs> Bottles are lifting and pouring Made into glasses. Hand. You need green screen gloves so your hands disappear. That's what you need. <laughs> <laughs> just a floating glass. <laughs> next, next step. Next Ooh, step. Cheers. Ooh, cheers. Cheers. I've drank on mine. So Ethereal then sits. Mm, yes. Long did it take for us to vanquish Zapanir before. Your acolytes here seem to have failed in whatever task you beset them. I mean, in their defence and in ours, we definitely did not know that's what we were walking into. We were investigating a disturbance. Tell me, boys, when the dragon rose, what form did it take? That of a white dragon, just less, probably very old, enormous, mm. really. Like, probably the, the largest creature. Yeah, largest creature looked... we've ever seen, but it very much looked undead of some kind. Similar to how the creatures looked in Greenflower when we fought off those undead things, but in dragon mm. form, obviously. That could be both good news and bad. And he goes silent for a minute. He just seems to be silent in thought. And then at the stillman at this point. Yes, and you seem to relish in hiding secrets, do you not? Well, I don't think he's the only one. There is a warning look. (laughs) There is a warning look from the Cooper as you say this. And then the (laughs) distiller look towards you, Kirik. Something to say, Kirik? Yes, actually. It's been the second time we've been going out at your command. Well, first time I've been going out at your command, but my companions here have been going out for the second time under your order or something of the like. And it seems that every time we go out, we are woefully unprepared and i do understand that there was a perhaps a miscommunication on our part to obtain information from you but i if you are familiar with master what's his name uh ethereal ethereal yes that's the one um if you are 
familiar with Master Ethereal, then you probably would have known at least part of what we were going to walk into. So it seems like the information should have gotten to us. At this point, the distiller chuckles slightly. Well, yes, that would be the case. If we had known, and she at this point turns daggers towards Ethereal. Speak plain, elf. At this point, the Cooper bangs his fists on the table. And there is just a resounding crack, as you do see a crack form in the table as well. Whiskey spills all over the place. And the Cooper looks almost more annoyed by that than anything else. Let us talk like allies in this room. We are all here to solve a problem. Boys, we have done you a disservice. For that, I apologize. Ethereal. Explaining would be a good start. But I think we must agree from here on in that no one in this room is an enemy to anyone else. Is that agreed? And the distiller yes. nods ahead. And uh, agrees. Have to tell the truth. Knowing that he is probably having to tell the truth as well. That's how I'm interpreting what's going on. Because I don't know Kirik can lie. Yes, of course. And I want to just give a quick look and see if everyone is agreeing to this willingly. The Stillman and Ethereal look at each other. And it is Ethereal that speaks first. Until this foe is vanquished once more, you will have my aid. Beyond that, I will go my own way, as I always have. Does that mean you're joining the team? I will give my aid. And at this point, what all color? three of the other... Carry on. What colour what color scales is the Stillman? Green. Okay. Ooh, I probably killed one of his relatives. Uh, mm. Put my mouth... Put my hand over Anders' mouth. <laughs> and the Stillman is just distracted at this point by the other three Maltmasters that are intently staring at him and waiting very well I do not like it but I will abide by it for now Inside check. At the blender chimes up. Well, today started well, didn't it? 
You're so, not the one with the, you need to ask the question of why these two don't get on. I want to know the truth. Surely we can't let move us. unless we get it out on the table. Granted, if that's going to cause someone to die, let's, pro let's probably leave it to a lunch. But curiosity has got the best of me. I need to know. Maybe a story for another time, Ander. It's, uh, it is a long and complicated history that I'm sure one of them will tell you eventually. Um, it is not our place to talk of the deeds of others and the biases, disagreements. Ethereal, when, Master Ethereal, when you imprisoned, um, Zaphnir the last time. Um, how many of you were there? There were four. And I assume that they've all perished since then? They perished on the day. Insight check that. You can insight check that one. <laughs> wow. That's uh, two threes. So, uh, 11. Oh. <laughs> I hate Eleven. it when it does that. As far as you can tell, he's telling the truth. Cool. Uh, up near. Um, you wouldn't happen to know the importance of number seven in acts of resurrection or rebirth seven is in itself a magical number some believe it to be the magical number brilliant um what do you make of this? And I will take out my page where I drew the magical circles um, that were on the floor of the, dra of the dragon chamber. And I'll kind of throw it across the table towards him. I thought that was going to be... Those are the what do you think of this? Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those are the circles Any sort of, the, of magical... The... Magical ritual okay. that re it brought your, not your, but Zapanir back to life. He floats the, the paper down, studies it, um, and then using prestidigitation, just draws the circle in the air and then studies nice. it. Like Doctor Strange? Mm. Pretty much. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Souls for a soul. Old magic. Rare magic. Am I to understand those involved in these circles perished as part of the ritual? Yes, whether they fell in combat or tried to leave the circle, they all perished. 
there seem to be some rays of energy shooting towards this box that apparently held remains of Zapanir. There was a box. Oh yes, you you said yesterday a box, the box. You had a chance to destroy the box, did you not? Yes, but we had no information of what destroying the box would actually make. And since the information that we had during the moment was that people were dying, trying to to fulfill this ritual, the fact that we, if we were to destroy the box, we had no idea if that was only going to accelerate the process. One of my concerns was the cultists all wore magical, well, some of the cultists wore magical orbs. And when that was destroyed, it, it created a blast. Um, so I was worried that if we destroyed this magical item, it would create a brass blast, kill more, well, sacrifices and actually accelerate the process. Your caution is understood. Hmm. So, if if you've destroyed it once, well, in, in, encased it or trapped it once, what would you need to do that again? As I said, it took four of us. Four of the best of us. Do you took wizards? Yes. The last of my order. I have not taken on a student since, nor will I ever take on one again. There is a flash of sadness, sorrow across his face at this point. I'll turn to the Mort Masters and say, well, what do you make of this? They all look at each other, there's silence, but it is the distiller that chimes up again. I think first of all, Kirik, we owe you and your companions an apology. This was an undertaking far beyond those of your level within the guild, shall we say? And I think that is a point that we should come back to later. She looks to the other Maltmasters. We must... I suppose investigate this dragon more. Master Ethereal, I appreciate it may bring pain of memory, but anything you can share over time about this Zapanir and her desires, her aims and objectives while she was alive previously Perhaps we can formulate something of a plan to take on a dragon 
an adult dragon, when you say old, God forbid an ancient dragon, God forbid an undead ancient dragon, gods forbid she should say, um, that is no simple task and one that I would not put on the heads of your party, Kirik, and uh, Well, our other concern was whether this will be something noticed by our friend. Oh, I have no doubt. One of my concerns was whether he could whether he could bend the dragon to his will and make himself even stronger. Hmm. A worthy concern. We know as much about these two foes I suppose as we do the other. It's it's frustrating. And my experiments do not help. We cannot see, Cooper. We cannot see what we are fighting. We cannot understand what we are fighting. Um, I do have another concern and a guilt that is, is weighing on my mind. We couldn't Speak prevent plainly. the dragon's release. It is flying north. We know that there are settlements to the north. I worry about the safety mm. of, of those colonies. North of here. Directly north? Northeast. From Escalion. I think. Seem to be flying north from the ruins. If it was flying we north from the ruins. If it's flying north from the ruins, then there are only the the mountains. Perhaps some dwarves, but they remained themselves. I'll turn to hmm. uh, Ethereal. I'll say, you seem to be by far the one that understands this creature the most. What do you think she might want by traveling to the mountains up north? Hmm. Last time, the last time I came across her, we fought her in a mountain lair. Her mountain lair, perhaps. Oh, it is this shit. she wishes to recreate. No, 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 no. <laughs> shit. Nope. <laughs> well, will it help that I have a magical number of toes? Would that bring me good luck in any way? <laughs> the magical number of toes. Would that, would that be a good luck charm? Obviously, Anders is saying what he wants. And at this point, if it, the tension does just slightly <laughs> release as the blender into her whiskey just. 
He's not even the Cooper begins to, to chuckle. That is not officially canon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling the truth all the time. You have to forgive him. Ethereal looks at you and says, On both feet? No, between the two. Would you like to see? Any? He... <laughs> no. <laughs> There is a silence, <laughs> as they all think. The chuckles die off, and a seriousness resumes in the room. After a while, the distiller chimes up again. Where is Dargon? At this point, I will get out my sending stone and go, Oscar, Oscar, 10-4. Which is Thieves can for, do you read me, come in. I think. <laughs> there is no response. Well, that's me out of ideas. I tried them on this fancy... Walkie-talkie stone in it. That has not worked. Hmm. He is choosing not to respond, I suspect. Tell me this anger. When did it begin? He's always kind of... Well, angry, I suppose, but... This this was different. It was. Is it? It happened after we left Dragon's Tomb, and now I think and... I know, the dragon did say something to him, which was which was quite odd. In the spirit of honesty, what did it say? When it when it festers, come find me, or something like that. Festus, you mad? Yes, sorry, everyone. Oh, Don't ask it. me about my youth. Whatever it is, they will come flipping back. When it festers, does he have an extra toe as well? I've got less toes. Don't be bragging about extra toes. And, no, but he was—he was the only one that came in contact with the box out of all of us. Mm. I don't know if there's something in there. And he actually got into the circle as well at one point. And then, whilst the ritual was still being cast, to grab the mm. the box from the leader of the cult, apparently. Actually, do, do you guys know mm. about the cult of the White Claw? It is a cult I thought we had destroyed. Apparently it is reborn. What are their intentions? What do you know about them? 
They had no intentions, they simply followed her. Blind idiots, the lot of them. What does she want? What happened the last time she was around? Last time, it started small. A village here, a town, and then she began to attack the cities. She was searching for something. That I did not discover. She became too dangerous to let continue and investigate. So the king at the time tasked my order to destroy her. And destroy her we did, but at great sacrifice. Which, which king? The original king or the brother kings? I mean, you look so useful. I'm not youthful. I'm not sure how, how old you are. His name was Gareth. Is that my granddad? Yeah. Frantically flicks through notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> An ethereal now looks at you on it. Come to think of it. There is something about you that reminds me of Gareth. Did you not know I'm the rightful heir to Nylon? It's all coming out now, mate. Don't be casting tree spells. Did you know that Ander you know and has already died, apparently? And, and yes, that is a very good point. I am, I am a resurrected king in waiting. At this point, Ethereal just sort of sits, rubs his temples. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a very long day. <laughs> Bring out the whiskey. <laughs> Um, and this still a brother blender, sorry, turns around and whispers to you under, just because you can doesn't mean you have to speak. <laughs> oh. The pen is royal blue. <laughs> <laughs> Would anybody like a bit of show and tell? I don't mean my feet and I don't mean anything disgusting. I am... Um, I happen to steal a few things from the dragon's tomb, and I'm not—I'm not quite sure what they are. And I would—I'll take out the wand because I know what the other one is, and I'll take out the wand because I want to know. Do you think this is the thing she was looking for whilst raiding all of the cities? I'll hand it to Ethereal because he's—he seems to know about magic and that. And Ethereal will look at it. Can you remind me of that wand? Because like a knob, I accidentally closed the my windy, tabs. A windy wooden one. The one that wasn't the detect magic one. Yeah, yeah. no, I know. Yeah. The... I don't know what it does yet. It's a windy wooden wand. And it has a knob with runes on it. And a green aura with grey mist. Okay, bear with me. That's right, you can get rid of the green aura if you just take some tablets for a week, Danny. Yes, but the itch stays for a while. It, it, it does, it does, but you can get by that. It'll be all right. Mm. Just don't whack the knob on the end. It's really painful. 
Yes, okay. I do have it now. I know I had it somewhere in my notes. So Ethereal spends a moment, looks at it. Hmm. Looks at you, Ander. I would keep this if I were you. You may find it extremely useful. Can I have a clue? We will discuss it later. Tease. Oh, Complicated fellow, isn't he? <laughs> I just started to write in my notes as well. My wooden wand is, and now it's just going to be dot, dot, dot. Thanks very much. And as he says that, the Stillman turns. No, Ethereal, we agreed to be allies. Explain this wand. One of your orders, was it? And there is a growl again from Ethereal. Very well. It is a wand of secrets. <laughs> It was either going to be Wonder Secrets or Wonder Opens Doors. <laughs> you can use it sparingly, I might add, to identify secret doors, secret entrances, those hidden, but also <gasps> things that might do you harm. Like doors. <laughs> like doors indeed I just uh, whisper to Ander or chests <laughs> burn <laughs> I'll just blush in a rare moment of embarrassment and even the blender sits there, whiskey up to her mouth again, just... <laughs> well, then it seems like we reached the point of our conversation where we... Well, our group is still to decide where to head off next. We have a couple of disabilities, but... Your... My then I'm turning to I'm turning to the Malt Masters. Your input would be appreciated. Because my concern on that before that is, is decided. Carry on, Ender. We were planning to actually head to Mantinea and then go over the pass to to Shiverspire. That was what we were planning as our next voyage, so to speak. But I, I feel like that now has to go on the back burner because I, I don't want to run into that dragon again in the mountains. We're not ready to take on that dragon. Unless Ethereal and Mephisto have such great items to help us along our way, I don't I don't I feel like we can't mm. we can't go there. Mephisto, that tinkerer. Mm. Petty peddler. Is there anybody you don't have beef with? <laughs> Very few. I even thought it might be you, rather than everyone else. 
this truth thing is bloody brilliant. <laughs> Kira, can you just well, you cast it every morning? It, <laughs> Zone of truth to end is just no filter. <laughs> it just yeah. removes the filter, yeah. He has no firewall, nothing. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, however, as you say that, at this point, Ander, there is a sharp kick under the table, <laughs> and the blender is just glaring at you as if to say, shut the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and ethereal at this point just... <clears throat> when you have lived as I have, and when you have seen what I have seen, boy, perhaps you would think less of those around you as well. Well, and the distiller. That got awkward real quick. <laughs> Perhaps it is time we discussed guild matters. Master Ethereal, whilst we appreciate your inputs, there is a discussion we must have with these boys, as you call them, about their place with us. Um, you are. Welcome to stay in the castle. A room is made up for you. I think it's apt that you stay near where we can begin to plan and understand this happening more. However, I would appreciate that you may not choose to stay so close. And Ethereal simply stands, collects his gem as Zona through truth just fades. I will take my leave then. And he exits the room. And as he exits the room, the door closes, the stillman. We should not ally ourselves with him. He cares for no one. the Cooper at this point. Now is not the time, Stilly. Perhaps later we shall discuss this. The boys are the more pressing matter. Dargon should be here. Do I need to send guards to get him? Um, I mean, Zone of Truth is no longer active, me. so you can lie, you can do whatever you want now. If he's ignored me, I mean, good luck bringing him by force. What about the Hobgoblin? Oh, I sent him to follow Dagon, keep an eye on him, make sure he was okay. But I have no way to that, contact him. Dagon, what have you been doing? <clears throat> Shortly after they left. Uh, I would have, uh, sorry, <clears throat> I have headed towards the temple. Mm -hmm. Has uh, has it been off obvious that Bothrid has followed? Did he leave with the rest of uh, them? Make me a perception check. Seventeen. As you leave, Bothrid is just sort of scrubbing pots. 
However, as you then walk down the path, you hear the snapping of twigs, and as you turn around, you see a distinctly Bothrid-shaped figure just dive into a bush, and there's just sort of a hand out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. This is Dave laughing. I'll get into character in a minute. <laughs> don't mind me. Just investigating the bush. Bothrid. <clears throat> Come here. Buffett, it takes him a good like five minutes to <laughs> literally crawl out of this. Uh, I'd, wa- I'd walk <laughs> over and just, just like drag him out of the bush. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> sorry. What are you up to? Uh, walking. <clears throat> I'd like to walk alone. If that's okay, Bothrid. Others told me to keep eyes on you. And you're all good friends for it. I thank you, Bothrid. I will be clear with you. I'm heading to the temple. I'm heading nowhere else. You do not have to follow. Okay. And I ask you not to follow. I will meet you outside the castle. I know that you do not wish to enter, but I will meet you there. Oh, okay. Thank you. Mm. <clears throat> and I will walk off. Doggone. Yes. Turning back. Are you okay? No. But I will be. And I'm assuming with that, Dargon turns and marches off to the temple, leaving a rather stunned, confused Bothrid, who doesn't say any more, um, makes his way off towards the castle. And you take the very short journey towards the temple. And as you approach the temple, you see that familiar sort of dome ring shape um, but with the different deities dotted around the edge um, symbols of the deities statues of the deities are there any of the priests who are usually there there are priests milling around outside there are some pruning bushes there's some tending to the statues those tending to the statues are each in very unique garb unique robes um, aligned to each of those deities. It's very easy now you've been in there once to see which, um, on, to understand the different groups of priests that walk around and, and monks and people like that. Okay, so I um, I will head over to the... Um, I will head over to the section that is for the Dawnfather, for Paylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, kneel down in front of the um, the altar section, which is at the end, isn't it? Yes. It's all on the outside. <clears throat> I look around me just very quickly to see if there's 
many people around, priests and stuff, and I'm hoping there isn't. There are a few priests <clears throat> nearby, but not bothering you. Um, sort of just tending to their tasks. There's one sort of looks like he sat in prayer, but you can see he has a book open in front of him. Um, but other than that, very, very few people around the altar at this time. So I kneel down, look at the, um, look at the the, the altar, the, the the sort of the greenery and stuff that's around it. Um, look, look down, then close my eyes, and attempt my first prayer in a while to Paylor. <clears throat> Paylor, Dawnfather, that which I have given my champion to follow. I am troubled. I am quick to anger. I do not feel that I can lead as before, and I do not trust myself. I fear that my actions and my haste and my hubris may have led to a friend being harmed or being killed. I fear I'm repeating my history once again with the death of my family and my clan. Is this punishment? Am I quick to anger because I cannot be forgiven for my previous crimes? I fear I'm being haunted by my past. My dreams trouble me. And I walk my friends into danger. Was this our fault or was this the fault of others? I almost don't want to ask. Because I feel that I would just mow them down in front of me and enjoy their warm blood on my hands and I don't like it and yet I do is this punishment why do I get so angry That last one is last like line is actually said out loud, and you can see a couple of the priests sort of look up, look towards you. Um, there's an armed, not priest, but paladin-looking figure who pokes his head sort of in from outside the temple, looks towards a couple of the priests questioningly, and they sort of hold their hands up. Um, make me a religion check, please. Cool. With advantage. 
You join uh, the temple. Okay, would that be a normal roll? Because I'm exhausted. Oh. Your choice. I'm going to say for this, exhaustion would not come into play. So roll advantage as normal. <clears throat> That's an unnatural 20. Takes a few moments, but a couple of the candles in front of you eventually sort of flare a little bit. And then the flickering of those candle flames stops. And as you now look around you, there are priests frozen in mid-step. And there is a single beam of golden light that shines down. Forgiveness is no one's to give you, Dargon. The forgiveness you seek comes from within. I don't forgive myself. That's his choice that you must make. A decision that could be your undoing, but also make you more. Why am I so angry? It feels a part of me, and yet not. I... I... I feel it as if it has always been there. Have I just been letting it, suppressing it, and now I'm letting it out? You and I both know, Darlon, that anger, whilst it has its place, does not usually take this form. You know the answer to the question that you are asking me. Then what is it? You know. You knew the moment it struck. He scratches his arm completely unconsciously. This anger, this thing, within it lies a choice. Embrace it and become more. Deny it. Well, those who deny it enter a lifelong struggle. But some have mastered it. Mm. 
Is this my only choice? <clears throat> there are always choices. There are always things that can be done. You are living proof of this. Living proof of this, Dargon. Thank you. There is one more question. Were we fools in our last mission? Or were we led astray by those puppeteers? The strands of fate are long. They are complicated, they intertwine, they divide. Who is it to say that you were not meant to be there at that moment? That you were not meant to fail? And that I was not meant to be down this path now. Choice and choice. Free will is a gift given to all. Choice, as you say, is your gift. Will I always be able to Choose fight wisely. in your name? Come whatever. That, again, is a choice. Then I choose to fight with my friends and for you. Very well. And with that, the beam of light begins to fade. The flicker of the flames begins again and steps begin to take. Um, around you on the floor there are sort of, there's a patch of grass that started to grow um, and a distinct mark on the floor almost as if it's been in concentrated sunlight and has discoloured the floor slightly <clears throat> do I recognise that symbol? there's been no changes but it's not a symbol, it's more okay. just a grass has grown and there's been, it looks almost like there's been concentrated sunlight on that area. Okay, cool. There's nothing to discern from, from yeah, what whatever would be in that grass or anything, no? There's no, no symbol or anything like that, it's literally just an after effect. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I would I would wait around there a little longer to uh, mull over what was, you know, talked about, and then eventually I would uh, head outside, light a cigar, look out the courtyard to see people fighting, and make sure that I would be happy with this tail that's smacking me in the face. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hopefully seeing Bothrid near the front of the castle. 
you do I see would... Bothrid, and you also see two guards approaching you at this point. I won't go anywhere. I'll be outside the, the temple, just sitting and waiting with the cigar. Just watching as they approach. And the two guards approach. Master Dragon. Alright. The more masters be wanting you. Heh. <laughs> All the first time. <sighs> Lead the way. Be needing a word with you and your buddies. Sure. After you. Follow us. And they lead you. They get towards the castle. They stop. They look at Bothrid. Bothrid looks at you, sees your face, stands, and follows you into the castle. As they enter the castle, they go no further than the front door. And instead, Annabelle greets you and Bothrid. She bows to both of you and then leads you both through the castle, up the stairs and into the war room where you see the cooper, the blender, the distiller, the stillman, Ander and Kirik sat at the war table. <laughs> you also notice a distinct crack in said war table underneath the cooper's fist. As the distiller looks, he kept us waiting, Dargo. I look at the table with the crack in it and go, Seems I'm not the only one who gets angry around here. Indeed. Please sit. We have much to discuss. I'll stand. Has Bo Does Bothrid come in as well? Bothrid is stood timidly at the door, sort of looking at you guys, looking at the malt masters. As I notice and everyone at this looking point, the blender, me. The blender stands and walks over and takes Bothrid's hands, smiles and just pulls him into the room. Sit, Bothrid. And she puts him in a chair. And with that, we're going to take a short break.
Hello. Oi. What's up? Welcome back. So we are all short broke. Short broke. Had a short break. English. <laughs> Who needs it? Anyway. <laughs> so we are sat now with the malt masters. Um, and I say we, Bothrid, Ander, Kirik, and Dargon, all in the room, all around the table. And the distiller is the one who breaks the silence once again. It is becoming clear to us that there is a level of mistrust between the four of you and the four of us. Perhaps we have been somewhat hasty in sending you out. Somewhat unappreciative of your efforts. Lambs to the slaughter, you could say. I... Perhaps. I would like to make a motion, my fellow Maltmasters. These four gentlemen, these four warriors, have done more for this guild in recent times than many before them. We saw fit to make Johannes and Reiko lieutenants of the guild. I motion we do the same for these four here. Do I have a second? I. (laughs) 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 Fucking every time. <laughs> and the Cooper chuckles. Hmm. Well, the boy said it, but I. I second. Do we have a third? And the blender at this point looks at you all, looks at Bothrid. Bothrid, know this. We invite you in. You are welcome here. With us. I too second the motion. And all eyes now turn to the Stillman. I see no reason not to. Beware the Lion Man. He brought death to those around him before. I suspect he will do so again. I complete the motion. Uh, I woke up because I'm standing, I'm not sitting down at the table because I was standing there next to the fireplace. So I walk up to Kiri Kananda, who I assume are stand, uh, sitting next to each other. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and <clears throat> just lean down in between the two. It I had half a mind. 
are coming here to say that we might as well just say our oh, goodbyes. But I am actually pleased to see that they are not only considering us, but Bothrid. Not many would have. But Indeed. I do just want to give you all the reminder that we could just walk. That is I, so done. As the distiller looks and listens. Yeah, I wasn't saying it quite like just walk. <laughs> The four of you have done us great services, great deeds. We have not been as welcoming. I have been less than welcoming than I should have been. This world is complicated. If we are to save it, we must do so together. I have to admit, I have to admit, I agree with that sentiment. It was on return of that battle that I felt that once we reached the road we could have walked right to you or left to Moonbright and it wouldn't have mattered either way. Since coming back here and with certain discussions it's never a bad thing to rally a number of people together oh by the way Karit that reminds me we better go and speak to uh, Captain Swift may I say I'm very grateful for what you've just said. All of you. And you missed the zone of truth where we had the most sincerest apology, which actually made me feel loads better. I take it faults on all parties, including our rather swift exit. I mean, I found it yes. very cathartic. I, I got loads off my chest and I, I feel like I've, I've, I've progressed. Arguably, arguably too much. Um, but yes, I think the... Carry on, carry I think, the, I believe the mistakes have been acknowledged and that is a, a welcoming offer that you make us. I believe we may want to discuss it, but I believe we do feel inclined to continue the partnership as long as it is beneficial to all parties. I mean, it's definitely worth asking what the perks are that come with Lieutenant. 
I apologize. And the blender chuckles at this point and then turns to you and, uh, and says, Well, for one thing, we can train you in certain things. Maybe understanding when to keep your mouth shut. My printer's just come to life behind me. So. <laughs> I was like, someone's got a printer going, and I couldn't work out who it was. <laughs> <laughs> Cleaning cycle, who knows? Oh, mine does it randomly. Uh, <clears throat> I don't wish to bring it anything else up this is not a uh, this is not me trying to face blame I just want to know did we did we enter or more precisely did we leave here to go and seek the, out of the ruins without all the information i.e. were we fools to have not sought as much information as we could have. We were all fools, Dargon. But in order to gain the information, someone must be first on the scene. Yeah. Have we heard anything from Draco in the night? No. Is there anything we can do? Kerrick? There may be things. Can you see if you can talk to him? Yes, of course. I can try to do so. I can also try to figure out if he's within a certain distance of us. All of that, I think, will be a great weight off all of our minds. Indeed. And with the rank of lieutenant, I open up my tower to you. What does that mean, exactly? Make me a perception check. Twelve. Twelve. You notice that in front of her is a book. And that own? is about all you notice with the 12. Does that mean I... What? So you can read your books, or do you have your own library? Or is this just a ruse to get me into your tower? <laughs> and while she chuckles, she turns the book and pushes it towards you. This belongs to me and only me. What's, what's the book about? Do you like to look at the book? <laughs> yes. This is where you tell me it's the Gruffalo. 
<laughs> investigation check, please. You have seen books like this before, but this one is certainly very personalised. There is a, what looks like a lock on the side, um, but you notice a number of arcane runes around the edge and some text on the front which you simply cannot read. But it looks very similar to the, in style, to the book that you gave back to Ethereal. Mm. Sweet. Does that mean you could teach me, us, new spells? Perhaps. My wizard's tower, however, is now yours to use. I only ask one thing, and that is that you try and keep as quiet as possible as you can while you're in there. I spend much of my time conducting experiments in there. That's very thoughtful of you, and uh, I think we all appreciate it. I've just got a vision. You know, in Dexter's laboratory, that cartoon we used to watch as a kid, when Dee Dee used to go to... <laughs> That's going to be me in the Wizard's Tower, just pressing all the buttons. Banishment. Mass banishment. <laughs> it turns out the distiller is the Eladrin just with a gender swap spell, if that's a thing. Imagine that as a twist. Disguise mm, self. Disguise. Self. There we go. <laughs> if that's what I was looking for. Uh, so, I mean, Dargon's missed most of the, you know, we all own up to, you know, fucking up discussion. So, does he need to make some sort of check to decide the the the, the empathy of the room or something? Um, if you want to read the room, <clears throat> simply make me a perception check, please. Okay. Disadvantage. <clears throat> oh, I keep forgetting that. Yeah, five. <laughs> and is it at this moment when you're trying to understand there's clearly been some conversations, there is just a wave of tiredness that washes over you? Yeah. A sigh. And the Cooper turns. Not good rest, doggone. Yeah, decidedly not. Perhaps forgive me for asking. We discuss next. Well, forgive me for asking this rather open and poignant question that I know you will be able to hear. And I put, I lean again to Kirikanda. Are we in the company of friends here, boys? Very much so, Dargon. I believe so. <clears throat> Can I check that I believe them? Maybe an insight check. Uh, insight, insight, insight. Ooh, plus naught. Lovely. Nine. <laughs> as far as you can tell, both were telling the truth. 
<clears throat> and other than the time at which Ando was cursed, nobody's really lied to you in this party. So, we is there a spare seat, or has Bothrid essentially taken what would have been my seat? Oh, there's like loads of seats okay. at this table. <clears throat> so, if there's loads of seats at the table, I would actually find one that's not next to anyone necessarily. Slightly more separate. <clears throat> it seems I am in the midst of a choice. One I do not truly understand at the moment. I actually thought that that choice was whether I walked or stayed. It may still be. I clearly am troubled at the moment. And I do not necessarily feel that I am myself, but I feel like maybe I've hidden myself. Needless to say, I, I'm tired. <clears throat> I did not sleep well last night. Maybe that was due to the fact that I worry about Vraco. Worry about what just happened. But I know in myself that I've been more quick to anger recently. Why do you think that is? We've seen this land do many a thing to people. We've fought foe after foe and failed. We've lost allies. We've lost whole villages in mere weeks. This whole time he's just absentmindedly scratching. And I don't mind saying that I feel that we've been lied to. As well as doing our own amount of foolishness. If anyone can tie or understand what this is or what it means... Then there'd be a better man than I. Do I know it's Dagon scratching? Having had a itchy hand myself please. at one time. Perception. Here it comes. I tell you what, there's a lot of nines knocking about tonight. Another <laughs> nine. Um, while you do notice him scratching, I'd say at this point you probably don't pay too much mind to it. Okay. I've been I've been told there's something I need to either embrace or not. I take it from a particularly reliable source. And I do feel that I know what it was. I do not feel that I truly understand what 
I'm sorry that I have to be so vague in it. I do not truly understand it myself. Does anyone know what would turn a man to anger so quickly? It's as I thought. I was hoping the distiller or the cooper would have some answers there, but I'm, I'm assuming not. I assumed you were talking amongst yourselves, however. Oh, was he? Did I miss that? Was, was this a three-way conversation, not to the room? Yeah, it was to the whole table. Okay. Yeah, it was the whole room, but the, the way the conversation had gone, the mock masters <clears throat> just sort of took a step back and allow you as a group to discuss. Um, the distiller does sort of look at you now, Dargon. What happened down in the ruins, in the ice cave? <clears throat> there were many a fight. <clears throat> Many a creature. I don't know what the the other guys have told you. The main battle was a very peculiar one. Huge bears. Heard of the bears? Yeah, big ass bear creatures. Wielding armor and weapons and nasty buggers. I believe there was some form of werebears from kobolds, followers of this cult. Oh yeah, yeah. One of them, one of them changed back when we. Uh, well, a couple of them changed back when we killed them. They turned into these rubbish-looking dragons. No offence, Did one of them wound you, Dargon? Ah, plenty of them hit me. One of them may have got, got it hit on me with... Bitten me, scratched, I don't know. A lot going on. I can't wait for where Dargon is going to be brilliant. Show me your arm, Dargon. Uh, is my armor like full on, like down my arm and stuff like that, <laughs> or is it just sort of a chest plate? Uh, well, thing? You'd, it's usually sort of plate, and you'd sort of buckle on gauntlets and stuff like that. So, sure. Is yours <laughs> chainmail? Uh, uh, um, mithril now. Mithril plate, oh. actually. Oh, yeah. yeah Mithril plate. plate. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'd uh, take... I'd take both both sort of, uh, you know, forearm pieces off them. Um, everybody else, make me a perception check, please. Got 20, bruv. So 23. I was expecting another 9. 
Oh, I should nail that one. Um, dirty 20. Dirty 20. Everybody in the room can now see Dargon's arm slightly pinkish where there are or is a distinct old bite wound. Oh. And when I say it looks old, it is looks like it's long healed over or is certainly healing almost totally healed at this point. Can I discern and at this point, the there's still a looks nature right? of it? Can I discern the nature of um, it? Make me a nature check, please. <clears throat> I, uh... Uh, 19. I don't understand. We've been hit before. We've been bit before. We've been scratched before. What has this got to do with it? I fell in lava and nearly died. You may have been in many a battle before, but... It sounds like you've not been in battle against a were-creature before. How now? With a 19, you would now begin to understand that the bites, the rather rapid healing of said wound, indicates... Something which I'm sure you figured out by now. Mm -hmm. That the curse of lycanthropy has been passed on to Dargon. Oh boy. And this still I continues. Needed... I was about to say, someone needs to explain that to Dargon, by the way. <laughs> Dargon, you have been cursed, you could say. Although... Curse is a strong term. Think of it as a disease, I suppose. There's something else that stirs within you now. You have a choice. You can choose to accept it and endure the nature of the beast. I was told something very similar but what do you mean by beast you've seen what this disease this curse can do the kobolds were evidence of that you mean I'm going to turn into one of those horrible bears indeed and to begin with it will be violent he stands up quickly and he's like why is there something you can do about it that is a choice you must make. A choice? No, I don't want it. How's that? It's a good choice. Are you absolutely certain this is not something you wish? I don't bloody know. Look, you say curse, then you say it's not a curse. I don't want a curse, so what, which one is it? Should I want it or not? Looking around the room at you everyone. You cannot make this choice for you, Dargon, and I know it is confusing. Then can you explain a we little have more? Known, we have known in the past people who have controlled it. We have known people who have accepted it. Okay. I must be honest and say 
that the majority of people who fall under this curse do fall to evil. And that's if they accept it? Or if they don't accept it? If they... Well, both. How can we stop it? It is a curse, like any other curse. How did you cure Ander? I died. Perhaps that is a. Dagon's already died. We can't. We can't. We can't just die every time we get a curse. That's the point of curses, there are other ways. There are other ways of removing curses. So you're telling me that my choices are become this bear creature and not a nice one or I become a not nice Goliath he will probably hate his friends and be nothing the man that Dargon Nalakutha once stood for All for if some you, bloody perks. Let us be frank, Dalgon. If you resist the curse, you will remain as you are. You will have to try and bury this urge within you. There will come a time, however, where the curse will become too strong to resist. And you will become a monster. If you accept what is to become with time, with understanding, you can master this ability to change. But, as I've said before, most who embrace this bestial nature this bestial aspect often they fall to the bloodlust they become evil I'm going to fix that a little bit when you say bloodlust he's, he's very uncomfortable in this scene now Knowing this now, does your offer still stand, or do I walk now? Do I get as far away from here as I can? The offer stands regardless. All we will do is help you. Now, what we must do is understand where bears themselves. You see, each lycanthrope is different. Those I've come across before were rats, were wolves, were tigers. Were tigers? Has were tigers? Each has distant, different abilities. The wolves, for example, are very fiery in nature. They enjoy rare meat. 
but they are one of the ones, one of the strains of this disease, if you like, that struggle with the bloodlust. Where rats become much like Ander aspires to be, I guess, a sly, stealthy individual. The choice is yours. We do not have to make it now. We have time. How much time are we talking? Usually... These curses will come to fruition, if you like, at the next full moon. Which is? In a week's time. And is part of controlling this, controlling my anger? Indeed. I... At this point, I'll, this point, I'll stand up, um, and I'll and I'll say, if it's a curse like any other, we can try and stop it. I will kind of just tilt my head towards Ander, and say. We've done it before, so I'm sure we can do it again. <clears throat> Thank you, Kirik. I admit, I don't feel enough, feel like I know enough about this. It feels like I've woken up with a with a fireball inside me ready to go and I don't fully understand it yet do you think your newfound f faith would or, 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 or Halo's light will help help you through it I can only hope so but from the sounds of it, I don't have much chance to stay as I am and control it. It seems that I will pay regardless of my foolishness in battle. Now, this might be a stupid question, because I'm, I'm not a learned man in, in these types of endeavours. Othrid takes on beast form on a seemingly daily basis but seems to retain his somewhat low levels of base intelligence no offense Buffred um, could could he teach you to still be you whilst in beast form or am I totally off off the mark granted Buffred's not so, cursed is this Buffred is a willing change from what I understand Dargon will have no choice. As in, I Not will... until he learns to control it. 
Will I turn back? When the moon waned. Once you master it, however, you can change at will. I mean, I'm going to put it out there and it, it does sound pretty cool. You're not, you're not the one. As a man who has cursed himself, yeah, I, I would, I wouldn't want to. You're not the one who will wake up. No, finding what he may have done. And I, and I would rather not wake up with you um, tearing out my intestines with your bear claws. To be honest, if you could channel that rage towards our enemies, brilliant. But. I fear that that adjustment period might do some harm and good. But it sounds like we have a week to discuss and decide. And maybe in that time, before it's necessary, we'll come to the conclusion of whether, Kirik, we try your route. And if not, and it doesn't work, we'll have. More time to prepare. Because if this doesn't work, you better have a bloody strong room you can lock me in. Or we could just use this week to get a good head start. At this point, I'm going to turn to the to the mold masters. I'm going to say, are you sending... Are you sending someone into the ruins to retrieve any items that might have been left there or some information? We have already sent a contingent. Can I make a request? They are to, of course. Would you be able to bring me the head of a kobold? within the next week. We will see it done. <clears throat> I don't think... Can I ask why? Who better to learn mm. from how to control it than the ones that can turn themselves? Ah, I see. That is very kind of you, Kirik, but that has brought me onto another path, another train of thought. I thank you all for spending the time to discuss this and we will continue to discuss this afterwards but I'm guessing that you've all spoken about the bigger matter in hand a bloody white dragon we have what do we do Master, Th Master Ethereal has agreed to stay he has fought this dragon before we need more information we need to understand the dragon's desires, objectives, her aims. We are not going to ask you to go and face this dragon. Not now, not alone. Is it a threat here, now? That remains to be seen. We will have to keep an eye on things. We will send emissaries out to every town, every village, every city. They will be our watchers. They will be our eyes and ears. 
this may also help with our other predicament. The prophecy. <clears throat> and that bastard he keeps getting in our way. And it is he who we will keep eyes out for. And as much as I hate doing it, sounds like we've got quite a bit of reading to do. Indeed. Perhaps I will speak to Master Ethereal on this as well. However, we did gloss over the discussion of your ascension. Uh, I take a seat again. Likewise. We have all agreed. If you so wish, you may become permanent members of this guild. More than just affiliated, shall we say. It is a two-way street. We get to be involved we in will ask decisions. On you, we will ask on you to perform tasks. But in return, you will receive pay. You will receive training. You will receive access to resources. Ultimately, the decisions of the guild remain with us four. We will, however, invite you, as we invite all lieutenants in, to discuss matters, to guide us, to advise us. Then we hope that we can bring as much new information to you as we can. I mean, Are we to assume that is a agreement then I look over at Kirik and Ander I give a nod Bothrid at this point Bothrid's been very silent been very timid just sort of sat in the chair which you're not used to seeing from the hobgoblin barbarian druid and he sort of sits up I follow my friends if they stay I stay <clears throat> so yes from me yeah then let so it be yes done too. Silly. Fetch the ink. There is a small ceremony we ask. The pins are merely a token. We would seek to brand it a strong term. 
Those who join our order, our guild, often mark themselves. And at this point, he pulls off a gauntlet, pulls off a bit of plate, and you see on his arm the symbol of the Maltmaster's Guild tattooed onto his arm. <clears throat> Ooh. It's not going to go with the rest of your tattoos, though, God. Ah, uh, it'll go. It's all right. I just want to see you scream when they try and ink it in. <laughs> there are certain perks to this as well. That I like to hear. From the ladies? Well, it's never harmed my chances, put it that way. But... Should you ever be in mortal danger, you have only to touch the mark, and we will know. We will help where we can. With the way that's going, it'll be going off once a week when we're going out. <laughs> mortal danger. There is much we do in this world. Just only my little joke. Time is gravest. Joke or not, still. The blender at this point is sort of shuffled around to Bothrid. And she sort of leans down and although it's quietly you can still hear it. Bothrid, you're new to this druid thing. I can help you. Let me let me teach you. It's more to druidic nature than just creating roses and changing into cats. Bothra chuckles slightly and you see him nod, looking a little bit excited and looks to you. Um, and he whips off his Chimera's cloak, slams his arm on the table. Don't do it. And the Stillman comes back with a number of different pieces of uh, apparatus. Um, there is a conical sort of flask with this dark ink in it, this weird contraption. Um, and he walks over. The hobgoblin first, is it? It is indeed. Very well. Um, and he attaches this sort of band to. Bothrid's arm presses a button on this contraption and it starts to rise up and down and steam starts to come out and then he simply just turns a knob on this contraption on Bothrid's arm and you can just see it begin to spin backwards and forwards moving slowly further down as it goes and there is a, a wince to Bothrid as it goes down but eventually it completes after a few minutes. It seems the new one works much better than the last. Hmm. Who's next? Uh, during that time, I've been taking off the, the rest of my armour. <laughs> Why haven't they invented printers for human skin yet, actually? It's like a laser cut to this, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's all about the artistics, Danny. True, true. 
Gargan's going next, is it? With that, make me a another perception check, anybody who wants to try and perceive anything about the Stillman. Yep. Apart from he's a racist. Perception or insight? Uh, no, perception. I rolled a Seven. Kirik, you would notice that there's a number of different tool pouches, different um, almost look like inventions hanging off his belt. Um, oh. And he himself carries items that are bizarre in nature. Excuse me. Um, and you would understand him as a seems to be a tinkerer of sorts, an inventor. <laughs> um, get where I'm going with that one. Um, Why the character needs to have a word with him. <laughs> Dillman is an artificer. Um, so, uh, eventually he makes his way around the group and you all now have this brand tattoo of the Maltmasters Guild on your upper arms, whether that's your right or left. It's totally up to you. Um, finally, the four of them stand, fill their whiskey glasses. We welcome you formally to the Maltmasters Guild. <coughs> Lieutenants, rise, share a drink. To the future of Nihilin. I stand up and grab a drink. <clears throat> we bloody hope so, anyway. To Nihilin. And the Cooper again just takes a sip. And you are a funny one. <laughs> and then you start to hear just this <laughs> applause as. Nathan, Thelania, Johannes, Annabelle, Mirabelle, all enter the room. Clapping. Nathan. He's recovered. Nathan. Okay, now I do. <laughs> so, I run round the table. <laughs> and as you run round the table, he meets you. You were well. bloody worried. Yes, your friend is uh, quite potent. I. And as you now look, you do see a distinct scar on Nathan's chin. Almost looks like, uh, not like a lightning bolt, but it's almost like a vein of something in this scar across his chin. We... We believed that you were on some sort of other uh, task for a while. Yeah. And Nathan looks at Kirik and grins, chuckles. She has her ways. Well, to see you standing truly makes this a good day. Indeed. Welcome to the guild, boys. <laughs> yeah. Damn Welcome straight. back to the land of the living. <laughs> <laughs> I walk between this one and the next quite often. I know the feeling. <laughs> 
Why are you and Kirik not BFFs? <clears throat> Which is thieves camp for. Really I think good now that Kirik has joined the guild more officially, perhaps he and I shall take time to discuss certain things. Perhaps you and Thelan, you ought to spend some time as well, Dargon. There are things I think she can teach you. Yeah, that's a good idea. Who's going to teach me? Who always taught you, boy? <laughs> Giannis steps forward, places his quarterstaff on the floor. You look like you've been getting rusty. <clears throat> Must feel left out. <laughs> well, this is quite the turn of events. I don't want to uh, bring the mood down, but. There's a lot we need to discuss, to plan, and to find out. And I know that a lot of that for me is quite personal. Look, doggone. Yeah, there's a lot to do. And, yeah, we have heard. We get there's a week. But it's also a week until Midwinter's Festival. It's a time of fun. Time to come together. Soon this whole town is going to be decorated to the nines. And there's a lot of fun to be had. Don't wallow too much. Hey, boy? <clears throat> He's still holding his drink. Looks over at the guys. Nathan, down's it. I sense a training montage there he is. coming on. Yeah, all right. <clears throat> Cheers. <laughs> Cue the uh, rocky music. Mine, uh, yeah. <clears throat> my, 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 mine seems to be empty. <laughs> Pop it down on the table. If you had that, and whole you see the distiller just. You still the distiller click. And instantly, there are four bottles of whiskey appear on the table. I do think celebration is in order. Uh, drinks get poured. Yeah. Frivolity yeah, is had. Becomes somewhat of a mini party. And even Arabella and Mirabelle partake as well. Before silently disappearing out of the room, leaving the rest of you. At some point during this this festivities celebrating your ascension, um, Nathan does come over to you, Dargon. I know we didn't talk about it, but and I know I didn't want to bring the mood down, but I will find him. Well, <clears throat> don't go fighting him without us. And I mean that as the fact that I never want to miss a fight. But also, I think it's going to take all of us. So when you find him, you come find me. Otherwise, I'll beat your ass to death. 
Thinking about too much whiskey, old boy. Didn't mean him. I meant our friend. I will find him. Yeah. I've been trying to think about it. It's fine. Don't think about it. There's much to celebrate. As you now look out of the one window that exists in this war room, snow has begun to fall quite heavily outside the door, uh, outside the window, out in the keep. Um, as you look down, you can see some of the guards have started a little bit of a snowball fight amongst themselves. <laughs> and the snowman. <laughs> <laughs> the malt masters even peep over and begin to chuckle. Um, and you can see out into the, the village. Uh, in fact, you can't see out into the village because it's the wrong side of the castle. Um, but you get the sense that there is a joy among Glen Tuag and the Maltmasters Keep now as people begin to come out into the snow, begin to enjoy it. Um, it is a happy time. And there are smiles on everyone's faces. Some half smiles but still some smiles. I'd say that um, for some of the time, I'd actually be um, sitting and talking to Bothrid because, uh, you know, what caught my you know what caught my attention was the fact that, yeah, Bothrid may turn to beast form at will. But maybe that's something okay. you can learn. So that's just a general conversation going along. And he sort of talks you through some of the forms he can take. Um... And whoever, um, and, and also whoever spoke to him, you know, if it, you know the about it. blender, the blender, just to sort of you know start down down the route of under, just trying to understand all of this more. And you sort of all engage in conversation about the different shapes, uh, and it very rapidly becomes sort of a, a frantic discussion between the Blender and Bothrid about the different animal forms they can take, the different animal forms they've seen, um, and the Blender's list is quite extensive beyond that of Bothrid, and Bothrid just is like, I, 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 I could do that. What is a clawfoot? <laughs> And just these various different shapes, but they do sort of talk to you around how it feels, um, and and various different bits around that. Anybody else doing uh, anything point, during this party? Yeah, if you like, at some point during the party, I would kind of leave the room. Um, perhaps even go down. Perhaps even go outside of the castle. Just feel the snow. Okay, and I will. Um, Gonna find a corner, and I will go into my pouch, get out a little bit of fur from a bloodhound, and I'll just kind of place it in my hand and mix it together, and I will cast locate creature. Um, and I want to see if I can uh, locate break. Pair with while I just look at that particular spell up. Sure thing. Is there a different range with different levels? 
no, I think the range, the distance is always the same. Um, yeah, and it's fourth level, so I could only could only cast a fourth level at the moment. Yeah. The range is a thousand feet, which is not a lot, but no, it's a kilometer. Um, you have no sense of where Vraco is. Cool. Um, having having kind of felt that, I'm going to attempt to cast Sending to him. Mm-hmm. And I will say... Um... Um, this is Kirik. We haven't heard from you. We are at the Mulp Master's Keep. If you're alive, tell us where you are. Stay safe. Takes a few minutes and it feels the response though it comes feels broken. Feels scattered. No, not where I am. Not seriously hurts. Matter of time. Help. What? <clears throat> he's not dead! I'm sorry, say he's not dead. <sighs> <laughs> well, we know what we're doing next week. <laughs> yep. Rescue um, mission. I was about to say, with or, with or, with or without the permission. <laughs> Um, in that case, I there's nothing else I want to do necessarily, so I will um, go back to the party and I will relay the information. The uh, I will kind of find the distiller if she's alone at some point, and I will just give me a dexterity saving throw, please. Whoa! What? Uh, no I gotta get a snowball in the face. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is a seven. A seven? You get not one, but two snowballs just <laughs> bean them straight to you, and just a <laughs> two of the guards cast. Just look at you. I'll cast. Bl I'll cast blight on them. <laughs> 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 Two of the guards look at you, sort of snowballs in hand. Come on, then, Orky boy. Uh, oh, is that is that is Orky boy okay? Oh. Is that good to say? Uh, probably not. Um, cool. Um, yeah, I will. <laughs> um, I will kind of like grab a. Uh, a snowball as well 
and I will throw it at them. Um, but I will kind of just cast Bane straight <laughs> up. <laughs> um, and yeah. And I'll say, just as they see kind of the two rays of um, the two blood drops go to them, I'll just tell, I'll just tell them, perhaps another time. And I'll go back up, back in. See, I would have put rocks in the snowballs and lobbed them back, because I'm petty. I was, no, I was just thinking that Dargon, <laughs> with an improvised weapon, can still deal, like, 1d4 plus his strength. And I'm pretty sure yeah. that a snowball... <laughs> <laughs> I can it really hard. I could, yeah. that you threw with Bane splits into two halfway. <laughs> it's not particularly made, but somehow just <laughs> hits them both square in the face and they just <laughs> lay on the floor and both just begin to roll about laughing. <laughs> As you disappear back in and you then make your way back up and you are going to the distiller. Who is at yeah, this point sat the... a little bit bleary-eyed, but chuckling to the at uh, the party that's going on. Um, you would go to her, and you will. Uh, I'll just tell her. Rako is alive. I've come to contact with him now. He said that he's not seriously hurt, which isn't. It doesn't put me with much peace, but he says, matter of time, help. Seemed quite broken speech, but he is not dead. He is alive. And she pulls you into a hug for the briefest of seconds and then lets you go. Sorry, um, he's alive. Let us hold on to that. Inside check. Sorry, yes. no, I can't see this. Uh, <laughs> nice. uh, that is uh, quite all right. Good evening. Uh, I'll just move back. <laughs> yes, indeed. So and she turns rather awkwardly with her whiskey. Woo! Sips. Awkward nerd at a party. Woo! <laughs> that's uh, that's your ten charisma for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have slipped to a digit. <laughs> cool. Oh wow! If and the party that, continues. <laughs> the party continues into the night, um, and before long, people begin to retire. You two begin to make your way back down with a rather drunk Bothrid. Um, <laughs> steaming bothered at this point the rest of you are probably pretty drunk at this stage as well if you've been partaking of the whiskey um, and you can now start to see as you look out you come out of the castle and you make your way down to the the gatehouse first and look into the town you can see that there are evergreen boughs that have been wrapped around doors and hallways and around windows there are candles burning in windows and the town itself is certainly gearing up for a celebration 
Is there a snowball fight still going on? And it brings a smile. Say again? Is there a snowball fight still going on? Oh, the, the guards are just continually sort of walking, picking up a bit of snow and just beaming at each other. <clears throat> Can I beam one from the side? <laughs> Who are you aiming at? <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> I don't know, just one of the guards. So, you know, if they're just having a fight, I just want to launch it. one. <laughs> uh, roll me an attack, please, with your improvised weapon. <laughs> Is this with disadvantage? I suppose it is, isn't it? Well, I suppose I'm drunk. And... You are still exhausted, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yes, yeah. it will be disadvantage. <laughs> oh, wow. You hang on, hang on, hang on. Wow. Uh, we're going with the tavern brawler strike thing, aren't we? Or an arm strike, whatever it is. Oh, mm -hmm. fuck me. <laughs> oh, oh that's, that's a melee attack, isn't it? Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, five foot reach. What would I add to this, then? So these are ranged attacks, so it will be your... Dex modifier. Yep. Just Dex, straight Dex. Dex, dex plus proficiency. Just, just uh, plus proficiency. Yeah. <laughs> it's still a nineteen. <laughs> a nineteen. Jesus Christ. So you do <laughs> pick this snowball up and just, <laughs> and the guard is just throwing a snowball at someone. He's chuckling, sort of proper belly laughing as this snowball just hits him full in the helmet. And you just hear this, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> takes off his helmet, sort of rubs his head, <laughs> shakes the snow out, looks to you, gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> At least he's not dead. Replaces the helmet and carries on. I was just going to say, fucking <laughs> hell. This helmet doesn't fix, it's all dented. <laughs> yeah, I know, but yeah. I could probably... <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can compact that bad boy. Oh, man. That's I good luck. Been... Hurt by snowballs as a child. <laughs> <laughs> Probably ice balls. This is freshly fallen yeah. snow. This is, yeah, it's freshly fallen snow. They are, wear, they are wearing armour. I managed to hit him at least. <laughs> yeah. So with that, you return to your house, your quarters. Um, and you also now notice that on the door is not only the symbol of the Maltmasters Guild but also each of your names inscribed on the door, as this is now a permanent place of residence for yourselves. Woo! And that's where, where we're going to leave it for tonight. Oh, yeah. So, this is where we can save game progress, isn't it? And, and change out for like <laughs> 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah change, you know, change what steed we have and, you know, change our clothes. Yeah. and. <laughs> Good stuff. So I hope you enjoyed that one. That was again a bit of an emotional roller coaster, but finished on a happy note. Finished on a high note. Um, a few more bits of uh, of Tasha's now going to be thrown in from this point. Please tune in next week where we will have a bit of a, a special Christmassy episode for uh, the Forgotten Kingdom of Nylon. Um, we're also going to be having a bit of an out of game moment. Uh, amongst the the crew as it's been a, a long year um it's been a challenging year so we're going to celebrate together before uh christmas does hit us and then please do join us on the 28th as well where we will be stepping outside of nylon um i will be stepping onto the other side of the screen and simao will be taking the reins as dungeon master as we do a a special christmas one shot um just to keep the festivities rolling 
other than that, uh, a massive thank you to all of the tools we use, so to, to Hero Ford, to Incarnate, D&D Beyond, Tabletop Audio, a massive shout out to Battle Bard. You've not heard too many sound effects or probably any tonight, um, but I do encourage you to go and check it out. We have our, our cheeky discount code. Please do use it, Mortal Magic, um, all one word. Uh, use that when you register. They're on screen for you now. Um, other than that, we have been the Mortal Magic crew. I've been Dungeon Master for this evening, Matt, wishing you a very, very fine week, and we shall see you next week. <laughs>